You're listening to the Rachel Dolezal podcast, and I'm your host today. This is Rachel. I have a co-host today, Vaughn Joseph. Say hi, Vaughn. And we are going to be talking about Halloween today. So we're going to be talking about what to wear, what not to wear. Can we play with gender, race, class, sexual orientation, animals? Um, What about black face, brown face, white face, red face, yellow face? We're just going to kind of talk about how that intersects with current events and the political climate in the U.S. and abroad. So I saw recently that um, Obama endorsed Justin Trudeau for um, Canada, and it made me think of our last episode when we were talking about cancel culture and who gets canceled and why and how does somebody come back from being canceled, that kind of thing. But it also kind of made me think of Halloween and costumes and, you know, Justin Trudeau had um, that incident where he was, actually he said more than one incident where he was um, wearing blackface or brownface for parties, Halloween parties and things. So, um, yeah, he kind of got, it blew up. I'm assuming you saw that too. I did, and I thought it was interesting once I found out that he had done it more than once. I was I was willing to at least hear it out from the first one, but I didn't mm-hmm. know there was a previous one. Yeah, so it seemed like um, everybody was kind of outraged and done with him, and then um, he apologized, and then, yeah, Obama endorsed him now, and seems like everybody's kind of over it. Why do you think Obama endorsed him? Well, I my guess is that probably two reasons. One, he might like his policies and believe that, you know, what he's going to actually do in office is more important than those past transgressions. And two, I think, you know, he needed somebody black to endorse him you know he needed a person of color to kind of smooth that over or say you know we're not mad or we're not mad enough to um, demand your careers over so he's kind of like the uh what jesse jackson might have been to us back in the in the 90s i guess the, the black peacekeeper I mean, yeah, or that one black friend, I guess, (laughs) for Justin Trudeau. I don't really know the intricacies of the Trudeau-Obama relationship, you know, like if they know each other really well or how far back they go or what the, what other reasons might exist, but. Well, I'm sure there had to have been something because you don't just get the president of the United States to come out and endorse you for no reason. Right, right. I mean, he. Yeah, but yeah, because it is putting his neck on the line a little bit too. So, um, gosh, you know, I mean, I've I've always felt like if somebody would have come out like that for me, you know, in my defense or something, then it probably probably would have um, adjusted the <laughs> public perception um, at least well enough to proceed forward socially and career wise, but. Yeah, so it's interesting, you know, because because there are people like Megan Kelly got, you know, she got fired from her job for even talking about 
made like it used to be acceptable to wear blackface to parties and things like that during Halloween. So she got fired. I don't think there was ever like a photo of her, you know, dressing up like that. But yeah, but Megan um, Kelly is a pretty little blonde girl that was a Fox News darling for many years. So, mm -hmm. you know, public the public was out to get her any chance they could. So. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, but then you have other people like Zoe Saldana who got blasted for portraying Nina Simone. Um, you know, so the like light skinned black women, you know, portraying darker skinned black women has also been blasted as like blackface portrayal. Um, so I don't know. Like, I just like there, I think some people have a little anxiety about it and a bunch of questions like what can I do can I play with gender then like can you dress up for an opposite gender for how I mean Halloween is is usually you dress up as something you're not you don't just appear as yourself you know no. in party clothes you appear as something that you're not so like that's kind of the the point of a costume yeah if you make the effort <laughs> If you make the right. effort, that's what you look right. like. Right. Well, well, and then some people would be like, well, I just don't want to offend anybody, so I'm just me, um, I guess. I don't know. But you're playing it safe. That's how society is right now. Maybe <laughs> that's, that's the best Halloween. Hey, I got to be me. I'm dressing up safe. <laughs> got to be me. So, you know, I mean, so it's clear with the, with the history, the menstrual era history, the mid-19th century in America with white actors mocking um you know through their stereotypical portrayals subjugative portrayals of um, black people through donning blackface i mean that's when blackface started and then and that's kind of like the historic racist precedent for this being an offensive thing so i think you know a lot of a lot of other costumes sort of piggyback off of that like don't dress up as a holocaust victim don't dress up as you know a refugee don't dress up as you know things that things like, that you don't... Might, are very sensitive to certain people that might be something. right like something that triggers pain right. for somebody else probably isn't a good idea no. but i'm wondering right now if if we're comfortable enough as a society with playing with gender to the point where like, if you're playing with gender with your costume, is that going to be seen as transphobic or is that going to be seen as cool? I think people are going to see it as you're celebrating the culture. That's how I would see it. But maybe I'm seeing that through, a, you know, 50-year-old eyes. And not so if you're, if you're a cis heterosexual male and you dress up as a woman just for Halloween, you don't think somebody might have a problem with that? In this day and age, I don't because we've been dressing up as everything else but women generally for so long right. that what the, the the fact of gender now as the conversation piece that it is is so mm -hmm. you know in my opinion vague based on what I grew up knowing it to be it no one's gonna care I don't see okay. it as, seeing it as good. I mean, I, I guess, I don't know. I wouldn't do it just because I feel like that would, <laughs> it would be a risk. I don't know. Maybe I just have a lot of social anxiety, but 
I feel like somebody would be offended just be offended just because there's this there's so much like outrage culture and reactiveness on social media that it could just it could just be misinterpreted like don't do that because i don't know if i put on a dress and Mm -hmm. you could be poking fun at trans trans women i don't know but what if i i mean i didn't just buy something from like ebay and threw it on like i mean if i did it i'm meaning that i went out and actually did it you know and tried to look good Mm -hmm. so on but if you're only dressing up as a woman for one day, is that a is that mockery or is that I mean, no. because you could say like you could really do a, uh, you know, portrayal of somebody of a different skin tone and do it well. But I don't think the success of the costume is as much the issue as the, you know, how the person lives their life every day versus what they're dressing up as. I just don't does that feel. Make sense? I just don't feel. It does, but I just like don't if you're feel, a cis guy. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that would be. <laughs> I think somebody would be a little, little pissed off. Culturally, I just <laughs> don't think that it would be. I think people are doing it all the time anyway. You know, it's like a lot of times we can't tell if it's a guy or a girl. I think that's how they want it. So I I don't see people well, that that's, live so extremely that is in my opinion to a degree that mm-hmm. they would find that to be that offensive. They would just be like, okay. mm. well, but if you had the pain of like say you you were you know economically um, you couldn't afford to have top surgery or bottom surgery or whatever it was like you couldn't make the transformation physically and but you know you were out as a trans woman but then this guy just because he has money he can go like look you know he can buy this expensive dress and dress up for one day and i don't know like i would that be offensive though i guess i just don't see the the what would incite the rage in the, the person that's trying to transition yeah I, I just think that it could be seen as poking fun. But since neither I mean, one of us are, I mean, since we're both cisgender, I guess, you know, it's not for us to decide. I just have, <laughs> like, I've, I've had some um, interact. Actually, the first hate crime here in Spokane when I was president of the NAACP, the first thing that, that I fought for was a hate crime against a, a transgender woman who uh, was assaulted and had to actually get surgery on her face and you know NAACP promotes civil rights you know fights against hate crimes it was kind of though a little bit seen as a bold move to stand up for a trans case um but I don't I think that it's you know it's just a justice issue and that particular individual was homeless and couldn't afford, like, was not, was rejected, wasn't allowed to go to the women's shelter, but was rejected at the man's shelter as well. And just, you know, like, had so much um, pain and suffering that I don't know, like, if... I'm not suggesting that situations like that don't exist, but I, mm-hmm. I guess the disconnect for me is when I put that costume or some guy puts that costume on we're saying for halloween that guy's intent is not to mock 
that person that was abused. So mm-hmm. that's that's where I don't, you know, I mean. But that's but I, but the, isn't that also the defense that Justin Trudeau and other people use? Like I didn't intend to mock this. Actually, this was you know Michael Jordan was my hero. Or no, but I um, guess to me like the connection between like blackface and slavery and people being hung and sold as property doesn't really have as deep an attachment psychologically to people as someone deciding to transition from you know one phase to the next so i guess to me the impact levels are completely different and right if there if i was if that person that dressed up like a woman that only just for halloween was out and on the town and just acting like you know and just being rude and mocking and you know or trying to you know give off a bad energy about what they were dressed up as then yes then i would have a problem with it but if they're just Mm -hmm. out and it's their thing like it's my night to be whatever i want to be yeah right well and i think people would argue that there is you know i mean the the triggers and the pain is not the same but is definitely on both sides there is there have been a lot of trans women especially black women trans women murdered um once you know like sometimes upon discovery that they're trans sometimes just for existing um sometimes as um like a homophobic or transphobic thing but i think that you know, there's been death and pain with both of those issues is all I'm saying. So it might, it might be safer to, to not, but what about, so moving well, on, not wearing we, a dress we can like agree. Halloween. Okay. Okay. So we can agree to disagree, right? <laughs> I'm, not, wearing a I'm dress. not, I'm not going as a guy well, and you're not going as I'm a girl, safe. I'm safe. but it's just something okay. for people to think about. Like, you know, if you go there, it, it could offend. I, I think it would risk offense. Um, Anyways, what about animals? I guess it depends. Sorry, let me, before we go to before we move on oh. to the zoo, um, I don't think that <laughs> if we if we are having let's say a party, mm-hmm. and you're coming from your house to my house, mm-hmm. and you know that there won't likely be anyone there that will be offended by it. Because it's all your family. You've got a big family. You've got six kids, you know, and they've got their kids, and you, you everybody knows everybody. Right. So it's basically 30 people that pretty much all know each other, and, you know, a, a few partners that aren't married scattered throughout. Mm-hmm. And then could you do it? Because you know that it's not going to be. No, no, because what if somebody takes that picture and then later it's like, um, excuse me, you dressed up as a woman and you are a male politician. And what does that say? Like, you just think it's a joke that people are transgender? I mean, I don't know. Like, if somebody's going to be taking pictures, I don't think, which everybody has his phone, so everybody's yeah. taking pictures. You know what I mean? Like, things are those permanent. Those at the door. So, those, you have to leave those at yeah. the door. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And, um, this is, if this is a super secretive party, then, you know, you might yeah. just go naked. <laughs> Well, that's usually <laughs> after 12. You know, that's it really starts kicking, kicking because the pool is starting to heat up, the hot tub, et cetera. Drinks are right. Up. All uh, the costumes come off. Exactly. So then it doesn't matter what you came <laughs> as. Everybody looks the same after midnight. That's the That was the California rule. Anyway, I 
digress. So don't go out in the dress (laughs) if you're a man. It's not nice. I um, used to work at this nightclub in um, Michigan, suburban Detroit. And Uh these three, it was Halloween, and these three people came into the bar, and I'm checking their ID. And it was two women dressed up as men. Right. And third was a... A guy that is now living as a woman. Okay. Remember the scenario. So, yeah, it was okay. It was not a big deal. Obviously, Mm -hmm. it didn't bother Halloween. I couldn't have cared less. Right. They had they had like drawn on mustaches, you know, wearing suits. It was obvious that they were dressed up as men. Mm -hmm. But the third one just looked like she just came from, you know, work or something. So right. um, but I got her ID, and the name on it was Ron. Something right. And then I, so I said, thanks, Ron. And then I didn't know that it was now a woman mm. because the gender wasn't changed on the ID. Yeah. But the name had changed to, like, Ronnie or something. So that's what it was. And well, she, and that's the whole, that's why they call it transitioning because it takes, you know, stages. Yeah, but she lost it on me because I said Ron and not Ronnie. Mm. So I think sometimes it just really depends on who you're dealing with with regards to what people will find offensive. And yeah. Some people might not be bothered by certain things, whereas others might be. Well, I think the, the bothersome fact or the like what people get triggered by or find offensive is something connected to pain, though. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like there's something that has... It's not just that one incident. It's that incident connected to, you know, maybe she was really like it was kind of a sore spot that her ID hadn't been changed yet. And um, she tried or whatever the case was. And then when you read the ID and then called her Ron, it's kind of like, ouch. Yeah. Well, to be fair, this was a different time. I had no idea. This was, mind you, 20 years ago, even. Okay. So. So maybe it wasn't possible to even change on right, the ID. Right. No, this was definitely in 1999. I was still living in the U.S. in mm-hmm. Michigan. Before. I hadn't gone to California yet. Um, but yeah, no, I, I I was watching something tonight, a different podcast, and um, they had a comedian on there. He was on Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. Had, uh, if you watch that show, it was Scott Thompson. He was um, very out. He's gay and um, very mm-hmm. out on the show and just very, you know, extreme and great. And, um, yeah, he was just talking about some of the uh, difficult times that they were having with being gay. And um, God, I just completely lost my train of thought. And I'm going to have to edit that out. <laughs> uh, no, that's fine like that's that happens but, but yeah no it's just like whether even sexual orientation i guess that's another one that you know can can you play around with that as far as costumes go because so but the thing about okay so animals is one thing that i didn't think would offend anybody but oh, that's right. animals sorry i, I started, cut you off about I three started, days ago on that one and never let you <laughs> You're like, we're not going to the zoo. No, thank you. Back up. I said Rewind. before before we go to the zoo. <laughs> right. Well, but then you just never went. So. 
<laughs> I was filibustered. Um, I want to go to the zoo because I have something important to say. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so I actually thought that that was pretty safe because there are a lot of animals in kids' movies too, right? So, like, kids see cartoons and there's like, like what cartoon doesn't have some animal that talks? But I kind of, this is my thing is like, I have empathy for people. I really do care about how other people feel, not just in a sense of like, I want to win a popularity contest, but I just don't want to be causing pain for other people um, unnecessarily, you know, like if, if there's no, no point in it, like why, why do that? So, um, you know, well, yeah, some people like to poke at pain. I don't like to do that. I don't enjoy other people being miserable. I would much rather have fun and know that other people think it's fun too. And just be, you can be creative and have fun without, you know, make triggering people to, to like painful moments, hopefully anyways. But I was, so I was doing, I have, I have a lot of hair clients and one of my hair clients, I was, um, you know, I just always play. So she was a new hair client. So I was playing movies that my young son likes to watch, which it's like ice age and bugs life. And like all these kind of movies that have, I mean, it's just like most of them have animals that talk. And she was like, do you mind not playing like cartoons that have animals that talk? And I was like, um, <laughs> uh, like, so I was trying to think like, no, that's fine. But I was just, I kind of, initially I was just kind of like, uh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. But I had to check myself because I learned something. Um, her husband had cheated on her with their dog and, um, then killed the dog and then like they went to marriage counseling and therapy and then it ended up they got another dog and then he cheated on her with that dog and then they got divorced but anyway it was wait, she felt what? like she felt she felt like wait wait the, wait, wait, the wait, cartoons wait, wait, were like wait. humanizing animals and that's where it that's starts so is by like having like dogs talking in cartoons then you think of them as like a sex object later. I don't Wait, know. Please back up and confirm that I heard <laughs> what I think I heard. Yeah. No, you heard it. But this, okay, the part that I didn't tell you was that she he was cheating on her also with a guy. But that she thought, okay, maybe he's just bi. I want to understand this. And, you know, like go to counseling and stuff. And then the dog happened. And then they kept in counseling and then it was like it turns out that the the guy that he had been cheating on was wearing a dog costume while they were doing it so anyway like it it just kind of brought like a whole nother like you know I was just thinking of like how would she feel if somebody was dressed up as a dog for Halloween that might kind of like make her feel some kind of way trigger her madness oh gosh so yeah, oh I don't know. Like, what God. is safe? Like, what is safe? On another note, like, what, what's, what, what are you going as for Halloween this year? Actually, don't even know if I'm going anywhere. Are you not going? No, You're I staying guess. home. Probably. Um, there was a guy in London on the underground this week that was uh, riding around on the underground in mm-hmm. black. So. Oh. Yeah, he's got like a black suit on, kind of like the old. Uh, Minstrel blues. thing. Uh-huh. Like, you know, the white and black and he's got a black curly wig on. Hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know if he was going to a party or not. I haven't read the article. But it's um, a lot of fancy dress out here. But I think a lot of people understand that it's probably not the best thing to do. But people are going to want to push the envelope anyway. Well, there are those people who just want to go viral. They don't care what for. It's on the internet now, so... Yeah, and they feel like that's a that's success. <laughs> like like some and some people actually commit crimes for that reason too. Like I just wanted somebody to know my name, so I'm the best serial killer or something. This guy has peaked. Good for him. He's made it. Now he yeah. Back to stocking wood at the local timber yard and. You know, well, like, or maybe not. Maybe never. He maybe he can't get a job again after that. So that then would. Well, if we discover Peace. who he is and then social media oh, right. decides to destroy him. <laughs> who who doesn't? Who, like, is there anybody that can't be discovered at this point? They're like drones and satellites and cell phone records. and. <laughs> wow. This is quickly turning know. into a conspiracy show. I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, like, you can't really hide. You get, you know, he went on, he went out in public. Like, somebody probably saw him leave his house like that or something i just feel like it's well you know. it's halloween why can't i wear this is the argument you can always get you can never prove somebody's intent unless they're yeah yeah well there you go <laughs> i guess that is the the bottom line either play it super safe and normally yeah. go, goes a skeleton and then i probably <laughs> I are you like, well? I got are like you, three. Are you poking fun of anorexia? Oh, see. <laughs> Eating disorder. No. no, like this is the last <laughs> chapter of what you're doing to yourself. Is this <laughs> right? I've, we all die. We're all gonna be. We all have these bones underneath of whatever other fat and muscle and stuff we got. Skin. I wish I could get one of those like body worlds, like type costumes. Have you ever, body world. Is it called body worlds or body works? Body works. The um, artistic the spandex mission where the guy had taken all the skin off of the human bodies. And oh. See, are the muscles on all of? You've never seen this before? Uh uh-uh. uh Oh wow, it's intense. I'll have to send you some images. Um, you mean like where they painted the mus- the muscles on top of the skin? No. This this man oh. artist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actual cadavers oh okay skin off of the, all the bodies well what else we got going on we're uh, almost out of time here i know gotta wrap it up well i think i'm gonna be going as the whistleblower oh, i didn't and see my, how and... i am i didn't even ask <laughs> no you didn't so i just had to you know volunteer <laughs> <laughs> but yeah my my little three-year-old is gonna be going as my lawyer so nice. Because, you know, we still don't know who the whistleblower is. Going to a party. I would not mind that title. <laughs> she took she took down the Trump administration. <laughs> Go, Rachel. We like you now. No, just uh, am I going to a party? No, I am going to be doing the mom thing of handing out candy at the door. So we have a lot of neighborhood kids that yeah, walk yeah. through here. I was wondering. I was wondering about today, or actually yesterday. I was at the store. I should get candy. If it's, I didn't know if there was a lot of kids that walked around in this area because I just moved a few weeks ago, like a month or so. 
Well, in America, it's 25% of the candy sold every year is for Halloween. So it's like a big, you know, a big economic boom. It's supposed to be second to Christmas as the most, the like the most money spent on the holiday. Halloween is second to Christmas in the U.S. So well, people because... go, people go all out. Costumes, candy, yeah. parties, I miss food. That. I miss that up, up home. We don't do that so much here. Halloween parties. So, uh, yeah. yeah. It oh. kind of took on its own like American twist. But I think it actually originated oh, like 2000 years ago over there in like UK, Northern France, um, Ireland, you know, the the Celtic festival of sewing or whatever was like the that's the Halloween roots is over there, but then <laughs> it's a after lesson today, folks. There we go. There we go. After the pope you know, did established All Saints Day, and then it was like, so yeah, over in the UK and Ireland and Northern France, like back in the day, I think it was um, November 1st was New Year's Day. So October 31st was like New Year's Eve, and it was kind of like a celebration of, of the end of the year, death, whatever, like harvest, and then prep for the long, cold winter. So it's kind of like the old year dying, the new year coming in, but, and then it became the All Saints Day, and then it was All Hallows Eve, and then it, in America, it just took on a whole life of its own with the costumes and parties and stuff. But I think back in the, in the original uh, Celtic version, it was, most people did dress up actually as animals initially so and then it and then it kind of morphed into more of the like druids and the because they didn't have sports teams and rock stars to dress up (laughs) right well that's another thing probably don't dress up as a zombie uh version of a celebrity that's passed away that probably wouldn't be nice either (laughs) i actually had that once too same nightclub um this was probably oh wow thousand maybe i don't know what year it was i could look it up really quickly but there was this golfer uh, professional mm-hmm. golfer. His name was Payne Stewart, and Payne had this this signature trademark like outfit or fashion style where he would wear you know the knee high knickers and mm-hmm. the plaid socks every time he played and you know with a big hat. So he died in a plane crash, probably mm-hmm. in maybe August or something like that of that year. And this right. guy shows up at my bar dressed like the plain wreckage dead version of Payne oh Stewart. Right. Dude, I'm not letting you in there. You're going to get killed in this car coming in here like Yeah. That. Not a good idea. Also, probably don't dress up as a terrorist. <laughs> I think that's number one on that list. <laughs> but I mean, it's right. the one night you could actually get away with it. You know, it's like I, I always say, you know, if don't, you want to rob somebody... You know, oh that's my gosh. The, well, I, well, back, yeah, it, actually, in the early 1900s, there was a lot of that. Like, they had to crack down on vandalism and stuff um, early and mid 1900s, I think, in the U.S. Like, lots of, um, yeah, Terrence, like people. We were tearing stuff up when I was a kid. We have a thing in, <laughs> where I'm from, and yeah. it's not, it's called Devil's Night, and mm-hmm. it's night before Halloween. And you just, where I'm from, because I grew up in the suburbs, we would just go out and smash pumpkins. 
but mm-hmm. in the city, like Detroit, because that's were... that's what the devil is interested in is is mutilated pumpkins, right? Destruction, apparently. <laughs> but in this in the inner city of Detroit, they were actually burning down houses. Like this was like wow. a, a thing, and usually they were Gosh. vacant houses, but still, there it, it was a massive, massive problem. That yeah. Every year before halloween they had this thing called devil's night it took them maybe 20 years to change it to try to at least rebrand it as angels night or something and oh my gosh yeah Uh, well devils are are fallen angels so i don't know if that was a good idea for an opposites thing (laughs) this is how they do Detroit boy i don't know right people didn't think through that um (laughs) yeah well actually there there is still some animal cruelty that goes on where I where I live now, like the Humane Society said, there are a lot of um, a lot of black cats that are maimed or are killed, like beheaded during um, Halloween every year. They find like at least half a dozen corpses and just you know That's like some people like rituals or I don't know. You know, I mean, I don't know that that like I don't I almost like don't care what the reason is. It's just horrifying and sad especially since my son's only pet is a cat and she happens to be a black cat so it should care <laughs> about what the reason is because maybe it'll it'll happen to his cat so we have to find out what the root cause is do you have right like, devil or where they're doing around? it i don't know yeah cats and... i i just just keep her inside basically it's the, the safe bet yeah yeah. All right. Well, we're out of Bye. here. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening on what is it, iTunes. Um, if you've got anything else, what are your uh, social medias? Should we give a what? Yeah. Away our... Rachel Rachel A Dolezal on Instagram and Twitter, and then racheldolezal.com is my website where you can get my signed book and my original art and handmade dolls and all kind of stuff there. And then I also have a YouTube channel, which you, there's a little there's a little um, Nala the Rescue Cat video on my YouTube channel that features the black cat named Nala, who is Franklin's <laughs> pride and joy. <laughs> so, yeah. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, that's what's up, you guys. We'll catch you guys next week. Okay. Juan Joseph. I'm Rachel Dollarzal. <laughs>